0: Hi, everybody. It's Michelle Collins. This is Midnight Snack. Thank you so much for listening, by the way. It's been really fun so far. I, I you know, I thought to myself, I do 10 hours a week in the morning. Usually it was um, 15 hours, but now it's 10. How could I possibly drain my well anymore, giving you more stuff? And somehow and we've been doing it now for a few months. I've been able to do it. So I just want to start off by saying kudos to me. Kudos to me, Michelle Collins, for getting this show up (laughs) off the ground, keeping it relevant, so relevant, keeping it so current, funny. Um, If you feel the same way, feel free to leave a review. I do love those reviews. I'm joined, uh, wow, what a gross way to open the show. I loved it. I'm going to do it every (laughs) week.
3: Congrats (laughs) to me.
0: Yeah, and that's the show. Anyway, Dan Acton, hi, Dan. Hey, how are you, Michelle? <laughs> I'm good. I, uh, I'm i thrilled to see you. By the way, we have two of my favorite people on as our guests today. Really, like I'm not, I, I say it a lot, but I really mean this. Uh, and you know it's true because we're real friends. Um, they have their own podcast, which we're going to talk all about. Lauren Lapkus and John Gabris. They're the best. They're the funniest. So I'm, I'm really happy to have them here. But before we get to them, Dan Acton and I like to shoot the shit a little bit, break the ice. <laughs> Let's do it. I am worried that I have become unbearable on Instagram and I'd like to talk it out. Um, This is one of the most, most to more authentic chats of mine you'll ever get, because this is probably something I would save to talk to Dan on the phone about, but I just thought, you know what? Fuck it. Like, let's just get it out there. Let's talk about (laughs) it on the pod.
3: Let's kill two birds with one stone. Let's save some time.
0: And one of those birds will be me. With a gun <laughs> to the head, just kill me when I So I know So, no, I'm really worried. Let will make it quick. Wait, you know, yeah. I used to have. I, I'll say something funny. Um, I find that when I have friends who I text pictures to to be like, "Is this too much? Is this annoying?" Right. And they go, "No, post it." Those friends don't last very long in my life. Meaning, I think I annoy <laughs> them. Do you hear what I'm saying? Like, it's not them; it's me.
3: Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah,
0: I'm. I'm taking advantage of the friendship by my neediness being too. Does everybody do that, or is that just something that I do? I like to get approval first before I post something.
3: Uh, do other people in my life do that?
0: Yeah, do yeah. <laughs>
3: no, no. <laughs> 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 but that's why you're the best.
0: <laughs> I kill them. Here's the here's the thing. I spoke to a lot of people because you know, for ages, I never posted like bikini, not bikini. That I still have not done, but bathing suit pics. Yes. No, you know what I'm saying. I've always yeah, been yeah, yeah. subconscious. Yeah. Right. Uh, big ass, like, I don't want to be out there. And then, you know, I think that the body positivity movement, um, which I think I can talk about because there has been some understandable anger at, hmm. and by the way, this is going to actually sound hilarious because I hope, I understand that I'm not grouped in with these women at all, but slim women, like fit women using sure. the hashtag body positivity right. has bothered plus sized women specifically, although it's also for men too. Um, because it's like, listen, this is our movement. You the world tells you positive shit all the time. Yes. The world is yeah. just like with race, the world is glowing for slim fit people. And when you're right. not that way, it's not.
3: And same thing with uh, gay guys on Instagram, by the way. Yeah. Like they'll have like a six pack and oh. it's like, Oh, I'm feeling thick and puffy today. And
0: no, it's it's literally you wanna tell people to ju- just choke to death. I mean, I, I truly just constantly <laughs> want to tell people, why do you just go choke to death? But I don't because I have, self, I have self-awareness self and I can restrain myself. So, but I think that I fall in between because I, you know, I'm not a skinny girl, I'm also tall, but I know there are people who have way bigger problems than me. Do you know what I'm saying by that? So I, I here, yeah. you understand what I mean, but I think everyone yeah. does have self-consciousness, blah, blah, blah. So sure. I never posted bathing suit pictures. And then you know, I'm on this fucking keto, whatever. And all of a sudden I'm like feeling myself. I'm like, you want to know yes. fucking what? Fuck it. You know, I'm friends with Christian Siriano, who I went mm-hmm. to his fashion show last week, which was wonderful. And I I'll talk a little bit about it in a second, but he, why I love him is that he really is one of the first major designers who has been so conscious about inclusivity and including mm-hmm. race, weight, background, I would say even age, not as, as obviously maybe, but In his show, he had women of every shape and size. I met some of the models after Mm -hmm. who were like the loveliest girls. I mean, some were like very, very thin and some were a little heavier and they were all gorgeous. And I have to tell you something. It's going to make you laugh. I have always found models to be like the funniest people. Funnier than comedians listening. I'm so sorry. Interesting. And and I wonder if part of it is because, while I'm sure they're in a very insecure industry, given that they're literally paid for their beauty no matter what they look like, maybe that gives them confidence in a way that like let's say comedians don't have or whatever where they can just shoot the shit yeah
3: yeah absolutely because you're being examined that like head to toe all the time and you're fine you're a model i'm hiring you you're worth this much like it must be really great i should be a model yeah
0: wait let's (laughs) be models i'm not kidding i like i whenever i'm around models and fashion designers i'm always like this is my comedy community I swear, I'm like they think I'm so funny. You know, I'm tall. They all say nice things to me. So, long story long, I Christian was really the one who was like, "Take your pants off, let me photograph you." Like he's been very like, be photographed, blah blah blah. And lately, I'm just like feeling myself in a way that I actually think is helping me in a lot of ways. I'm like, you know, you look great. That's nice, Dan. Thanks. Yes, yeah, you do. I haven't had sugar and carbs now in I want to say five weeks. One quick thing though is that I got uh, chicken piccata delivered to me Saturday. <laughs> And I was on my period day one. So I like didn't move the whole day. And I said, salad, not pasta, like all caps. So annoying, white lady, like salad, (laughs) not that, like in the thing. And they, uh, of course, gave me more pasta than they should have even given. I was like, a shit ton of pasta. And I love chicken piccata so much. So I like ate the chicken. And then I was like on my period. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. And I took a true horse bite of this. It was so delicious, but it felt really like, like an alcoholic's, like, Sliding off the wagon, I was like, I don't oh, believe right, I just right, did it. Right. I think it's a okay. long story short. I think I'm becoming unbearable. I'm trying to, re- I'm trying to do it because I'm like, wow, feeling myself. Like I posted a picture this weekend where I was like really feeling good, and I was in Christian's dress, and I just felt yeah. sexy in it. And you know, I'm like single, but loving life right now. Like going out a lot. Like really having the sort of renaissance of my own self. And I'm like, why can't I post nice pictures? With <laughs> but like, I think as a comedian, you know, I don't want to be like because. Believe me, uh, and this is the most toxic community. You want to talk about toxicity in any yeah. world. The comedian community is like everybody hates <laughs> each other, even the friends. Right. Everyone right. hates each other. Everyone is so nasty. It's why I don't have a lot of comic friends because it's just like, after a while, it weighs on me too much, you know, and it just becomes toxic, honestly. So it's like, yeah. I can't do it. By the way, that is not to say my guests today are two of the least lots of people. (laughs) Know that anybody who comes on this podcast is someone I just adore very much. That's really true. I, I, you know, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, Anyway, so I'm just saying, if you guys think that I'm becoming unbearable on Instagram, DM me, let me know. I will take that (laughs) note quite seriously. But for the moment, let me have this. Let me be annoying for a couple more months until it's winter. And then we'll move along. But I'm just like, I need something to happen for me soon. I don't know what's going on. I mean, the
3: curtains are the curtains are closing. I think we <laughs> need-, exactly. need I'm like- Tony
0: Braxton. Remember when she was a beauty in the dies and the curtain yeah. were right in the head? Yeah, the curtains are closing, and I'm Tony.
3: <laughs> I'm like the old couple at the end of Titanic with the water coming up in the bed, but like I need one more person. Because <laughs> like, otherwise
2: i'm just like
3: i'm just like scooping it out um yeah i mean i don't know does it annoy you if like a comedian is like very hot not annoy you but does it take away from any of the um for sure yes that's my
0: point is that if they're yes (laughs) yeah no i'm not that person obviously i'm just saying that like uh you know i think that's my point is that not even if they're hot or not if they even remotely think they're hot it's like my yeah. fucking drop dead. So that's what I don't, that's where I'm at. That's, it's the hot or not, doesn't even matter. It's the it's the energy of thinking you're hot for me is toxic. And I'm worried that I, you know, I'm trying to balance this delicate line of having self confidence and feeling myself, but not being a fucking nightmare, like delusional right. psycho. Right, you know right, I mean? right. Yeah. I don't know, but I don't know. You put me in that golden black dress and I was like, I, I wanna, and then where am I going? the hotel that I stayed in in Norwalk. Like I wasn't right, meeting anybody at right, right. a yeah, exactly. fashion show. Yeah, <laughs> to death, <laughs> but you know. Um, <laughs> um, we can I actually tell I'll, on the heels of this story that will make me sound like an asshole, but it is such a funny story. So, uh, So, okay, you know, I'm a tall girl. I love an eyeliner. It has happened for years and I hope this doesn't sound remotely cocky because this is just something that has happened, mm. whether it sounds cocky or not where I've often been mistaken for Ashley Graham. And I'm, it happens to me, okay. um, it's happened to me in TJ Maxx's where a girl like literally screamed. And I was like, <laughs> no. Well, cause also some <laughs> people do recognize me for me. Right, so I yes, was just I, like- No, I know that. <laughs> I was like, is this like a viewhead? We got a mission out of TJ's in <laughs> Connecticut? Uh, but I often don't get that reaction, but, um, but it's happened on red carpets. Like if I'm walking sometimes and people will scream, mm-hmm. Ashley, Ashley. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing is it's, uh, and that's, I think, another reason why I'm like, wait a minute, why am I not earning money? Like, she's the richest (laughs) plus size model on planet Earth and, like, constantly out there, like, give me her scraps. Let me take Ashley's garbage. I'll do anything for a buck. (laughs) (laughs) Give me her scraps is the new name of this podcast.
3: (laughs) Anyone within the sound of my voice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I've talked to Ashley and I love her. She's a sweet girl, but... I'm just like, give me that bitch's scraps. I need them. <laughs> so, oh wait, so you're going to laugh. So after, so Christian had a fashion show, Christian Siriano, in his home in Westport, Connecticut. And his beautiful modern home, Danny shit. It's like walking into the Whitney, except his bed is there, you know? Wow. So anyway, I, I sat down, everybody was distanced. He was very sweet. He had like picnic baskets out with food in it and all kinds of stuff, very cute. So after the show, I went in the house Christian was doing press and stuff, but just, he's a casting guy, you know, and he was like, come in, say hi, so everyone's wearing masks right. before people start, and you had to get, like, COVID tests, it a whole thing to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I walk in, and I met this girl, funny enough, uh, her name is um, Sarah Sokol. She is uh, the hat designer, she designed Christian's hats, but she's also designed, for example, the Billy Porter curtain hat. Oh, wow, cool. That's, right.
3: that's awesome.
0: That's an artist. Yeah, babe. yeah, truly, yeah. yeah. And like the famous Janelle Monet look that Christian made with the eyeballs and she had like oh, four yeah. big hats on, that was her.
3: Oh, that's so cool, wow.
0: And a sweet, such a sweet girl, really like a, a kind spirit, you know, just open mm-hmm. and, and adorable. Yeah. So I was chatting with her backstage, if you want to call it that, in Christian's living room. All the dresses mm-hmm. are there. I tried this hat on, it was really fun. I was having a great time. Yeah, And one of the models, gorgeous, stunningly beautiful to the point where when she walked over, I was like, oh, it's the girl in the red dress. Because she wore this red dress Mm -hmm. and just with her skin, it looked so beautiful, right? Yeah. And she is like, oh, now I have my mask on, right? She goes, oh my God, I'm from Nebraska. She says, (laughs) so I go... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I go, that, and I already know, I already know, I'm like, this is yeah. just not going to end well. Whatever this is, like this, I know I'm not who she thinks I am, but you got to be, like, well, of course I'd be nice no matter what, but I was just yeah. like, you don't embarrass her, you know what I mean? So right, it's just right, like, right. I go, that is great. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's wonderful. I've never been there. I said I've never <laughs> been there. And she goes, she was so confused. And she was like, oh, I went to Lincoln High.
3: Oh, God.
0: (laughs) And I was like, that is what? Where is that? Lincoln, Nebraska? I'm guessing. I said, I went to North Miami Beach High School. (laughs) And I said, I don't think I'm who you think I am. I, like, stopped her. And she was like, and I could see, you know, when you just see someone in the the realization, I was like, oh, I'm sure. By the way, I'm completely flattered. And she was just like, I you were Ashley. And I was like, oh, that happens sometimes. Thank you. That's a beautiful compliment, you know? Right. But she, I I crushed her little spirit. I was like, no, oh. I like that. You said that to me. But it was just so funny. Oh. She was she was embarrassed and like, don't be embarrassed. Like I'm a no. nothing, you know, I don't care, whatever. Um yeah, right. but her energy about being from Nebraska, I want to carry with me for the rest of my life. She was like, I am from <laughs> I was like it. <laughs> I felt so bad. You know, my mom, in back in the 70s, um, when she moved to New York, used to be confused with Julie Newmar a lot.
3: Oh, wow. Cool. The original Catwoman. Yeah.
0: And people would come up to her. My mom's name is Judy, so it's close enough. Yeah. So people would come up to her and be like, Julie, oh my God, like, <laughs> like we love you, whatever. And she would sign autographs so as Julie Newmar, my mother.
3: <sighs> That's funny. That's you should look mom. on you, you should what? look on eBay and see. You should look on eBay and see if there's any. And if there's not, she just signed some new ones.
0: We should just get Judy Collins a signature oh, trending. Have her. Yeah, we both were a celebrity yeah. look-alike family, I guess, but none of us ever make it. We're like as big as the look-alike. I'm like, what? I wanna make it. So that made me laugh. Um anyway, so that's my story about the weekend. But Christian show was wonderful. Yeah. Speak of the devil, my mother just sent me a text. May I read it? Yes, please. She doesn't know that we're doing this by the way. It's a gorgeous day here in New York for the record. Um, mm-hmm. She said, well, it looks like a great start for the Jewish new year. Not a moment too soon. And then linked to Teddy Mellencamp axed from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> She's a bore fest. That's what my mom said. <laughs> My mother hates Teddy Mellencamp so much. Whoa. Hates her. She got a lot of shit this week, actually. We were speaking before about body positivity and all that. Because she has this training program for women. And I I follow Teddy on Instagram. And the before and afters are actually staggering. They're really like chubby girls, really losing a lot of weight. No judgments on either body, by the way. Um, But then it was revealed that the way she's doing it, she's like, make yourself chicken tacos. She's like, lettuce, one piece of chicken, slice of avocado, red onion, and lime juice. And that's how she calls uh, it chicken taco. So people were like, this is actually a starvation diet. Like, this is not healthy, you know? So well,
3: it's gets keto-y, right?
0: Yeah, know. but that's not enough food. I mean, mm. you know the thing with keto is it's so much dairy that literally, you know, I'm, my my jeans are getting smaller. My bras are like, give us a break already. <laughs> my bras are just, my bras. is up. <laughs> I put them on to go sue. Like I am just piggying <laughs> <No. laughs> out of these bras. But like, you wanna know what? Honestly, it looks kind of good though. I'm really developing a real, like porn cartoon body from the 70s. You know what I, I mean?
3: I love it. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm I'm Roger Rabbit and every time I see the
0: laughing. dancing though, not like us. He's actually Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Dan, you're horrible at that. Stop. All right. And Dan, I don't know if I, I just want to say. Can I say that you started something today? Yeah. Dan started a new job today. Congratulations.
3: Thank you. I'm so excited.
0: I know. I'm I don't really I know how much you want to talk about it, but it's, I'm so happy that people are like getting jobs now and starting. Yeah. Them.
3: Yeah. I'm excited. I'm on my lunch break. Uh, it's fun to have a lunch break again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really thrilled about
0: it. It's great. And you got a haircut. <laughs> and can I tell you something?
3: You, you were right. Like, Thank you. You were right. Because I, I was asking you, what, last week? Because once you let it go for a certain length, I'm like, well, this took a lot of time, and maybe that's just me. I'm like the lion of uh, Clinton Hill. Uh, I'll
0: tell you something. You look slimmer, handsomer, and younger.
3: Thank you. Uh, I agree. (laughs) It was it was it was the right decision. So that makes me very happy. New me,
0: new job. New Dan, new Dan, new job, new me. Thanks again, Dan Acton. I love you, and it's time to bring in our guests, two of my favorites, John Gabrus and Lauren Lapkus my next guests are it's interesting. I spent the first half of the podcast talking about toxicity and comedy. And I said, you know, if people are on, and you know that I'm the bitterest, you know how bitter I am. You two know.
4: We know. Are we allowed to talk
0: yet? Yes. Um, I said, if you see these, if you see people on my podcast, know that they are non-toxic. They're just good. And you two are, you're my king and my queen. Um, First and foremost, uh, I mean, I don't know who to introduce first. I'll introduce John first, because he signed on first. So that's how it works. (laughs) Um, One of the funniest people I've ever met in my life, uh, follow him on Instagram, at gabris. He has a podcast that is... You're the only other podcast I subscribe to on my phone. That's really true. That's all I
4: need. You, Jared Freed, and me. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Two people who have had you as guests, which is part of the... Part of the trick to and get Lauren you know to and subscribe. Lauren, wait, wait, and actually I take it <laughs> you back. Don't and the- you don't need to
1: subscribe. You don't need to. Wait, can I say something to you? Can I say something to you? Okay, I don't. I don't need you to subscribe. Like I just feel like I. First of all, subscribe. I'm literally right
0: now, Lauren Lapkus, opening my podcast. Yeah, but the thing you're is, you not, have so many. Wait, this I gotta open. The problem, hers.
1: you're not gonna be able to figure out which one you will want to sign on for. Well, can I tell <laughs> you
0: something? I've never been a guest on your podcast. That's really true.
1: That's sick.
0: That's true, though. That's and sick. you know what? Now that's I get a- to throw it
4: back in your face. Doesn't
0: feel no, 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 good, no, no. does it? This Doesn't is, feel no, good. It,
1: that's, that is crazy. I actually can't believe that. You've so, never well, had you
4: me on, ever. You were a guest on Raised by TV, which is... That's true, well, actually. Mine and, well, mine then and Lauren's mind. now defunct podcast. It was canceled right after the Michelle Collins episode was released. <laughs> Wait, was it really after Clusterfest? <laughs> no, no, I'll share laughing. Um, no,
0: Lauren, look, you have with special guest Lauren Lapkus... That's a good one. The one that I honestly, if I had to choose which one I'd want to do, it would be the Lord of the Rings one with you and Nicole because I love. Really? Because
1: I was going to say there's no way you'd like Lord of the Rings, right? It's the only
0: trilogy I like.
1: (laughs) The only trilogy. Please come on! I swear to God,
0: it's called Newcomers. The first of all, the artwork is my eyes are crying tears of blood (laughs) and joy. Um, Newcomers, the Lord of the Rings newbies, you and Nicole Byer. Um, I'm subscribing to that one. I want you to watch.
1: Okay. Oh my God. Wow, that feels so check good mark. To see in real time. I just oh wanted her to God. see it.
0: That has to be one of the dumbest things I've ever said in my life in front of your face. Like I can't believe it. I am truly a dumb bitch, and that's the new name <laughs> of the podcast.
1: <laughs> I don't care.
0: I care. It wasn't nice. It wasn't nice. I- As I'm talking about toxicity and then
1: I do some shit like that. <laughs> No, I actually thought it was like refreshingly honest and I really thought it was amazing and I think you should get a ton of props for that. I think people should carry you around town screaming about how great you are.
0: They should push my bed around town like Manuel Uribe. Do you remember that guy? One of the fattest men and he would—he's he lived in, I think, Uruguay. I don't even know
1: what you're talking about, but I like the idea of you being in a bed being pushed around.
0: You've never God. seen the world's
4: fattest man now defunct, RIP, dead? <laughs> Oh,
1: yeah, he would no. eventually
4: pass away. I'm assuming you don't get to be the world's fattest man. That's a shine bright, shine early, burn out young kind of situation. For sure. And he
0: had a wife who bathed every fold. And he, and I'm not, this is not a mocking sentence. I'm saying this is truth, what I watched on TLC, but they used to push his bed all around town. He
4: used to wave at all the kids. Oh, that's
0: amazing. How,
1: that's, I'm. I'm um, astounded.
4: I love it. Uh, we're at a point in society where lying in bed and waving to strange kids as like a fat disgusting freak would be like an appealing use of my time. Like the idea of seeing other people and feeling the energy of a stranger waving back sounds appealing to the point where I'm like I'm ready to be fucking bedridden. I'm ready to just put my
0: I think it's one of the best lifestyles a person can lead is to just lay and and be pushed and also What was funny about him is every picture if and I almost want you guys to Google him, he was always doing the splits. Like I can't wop dance at my weight.
1: This astounding. I wait, I am gonna Google
0: this. I believe his name is Manuel Urbe. The feet were at 180 and 360 constantly
1: (sighs) that's wild
0: while you're doing that let me continue um promoting both of your (laughs) things and what i was going to say about lauren lapkus is she's the star of one of the funniest movies you can see on netflix called the wrong missy with um david spade and you're so funny in it thank you and um you have lap time with Lauren Lapkus. That's on your Patreon, and then, God willing, I one day get to talk to you to the Lord of the Rings uh, newcomers podcast. Which what yes. what movie are you on? How far into it are you? So
1: now, so it's where Nicole Byer and I watch all of Lord of the Rings for the first time. We did Star Wars for the first season, and now we're we just finished the third Hobbit film. Wow! Oh, are
0: you going in order?
1: Yes. So, but now we're now we're out of order. We're going to watch the cartoon Hobbit movie. Yeah, wow. there's a lot apparently. So,
4: yeah, you're in for a real ride, Lafkus. Uh <laughs> The real cra- when Michelle's listening all listening all your podcasts. I'm like Jesus, so many podcasts. And as I'm realizing, I'm like. Oh yeah, I've, I've done all these podcasts.
1: You have, and I you was, ha- you've been on I, every one of them and you have as many as I do. Like exactly, I feel like, I have yes. as many as you and you've been a guest on all of the ones yes. I have
4: too. It's like, we're. it's so embarrassing. You're like, keep reading. I've done that one. And if you want to read all mine, Lauren's done all of them. <laughs>
0: do we're you see like- what I'm saying? I'm, by the way, I'm glad I said it. Cause this is the new non-toxic mish. I just say how I feel and now we can move <laughs> past it, Lauren. And it's so good for us. Um, I love that. I'm so excited about it. Uh, I want to say something. I've actually embarrassingly never seen a single Hobbit movie. I've only seen the LOTR trilogy.
1: Okay, That's well, fine. I, people were very like against the Hobbit movies, and I liked the first one. I don't know if I even told you this, Gabrus, but I liked that one. And I was like, this is fun. But it's because it's really made for children. Yeah. Like there's a part where like a guy dies and he's like, yikes. So then like, <laughs> yeah. falls down, and I was like, yay.
4: <laughs> there's like three musical acts in it as opposed yeah. to like the, it, but it, It makes sense, too, because it's like it's more modern in a way, too, which is like going to keep it's built to keep your attention better. That fucking barrel down the river shit was tight as hell. I got to say. I agree.
0: <laughs> I love when they push people down rivers. Like, remember the movie The Adventures of Milo and Otis? When that yes. pug fell in that box? Do you, Do you know, know they how had many to...
1: cats were killed in Canada during that? I thought it was made in, in Asia. Was it made in Canada? Oh, different film, different film. What's the one? Oh, homeward bound. A bunch of cats were, no. were killed during the making of Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, that's
1: our time. Should <laughs> well, we? My... Should...
4: <laughs> Milo killed two cats in his trailer. Uh, The PA went to go get him. (laughs) He was a half hour late to his lighting setup, and they went in there, and Milo was standing over the corpse of a cat with like cocoa over his nose. He's like, You gotta help me cover this (laughs) up, man. That movie, when you watch it now, it's
0: so abusive. There's scenes, there's like a scene where the cat is locked and there's a grizzly bear attacking a chest a cabinet that the cat is locked in. And I know that, I think it was, it's very Russian. Like you were watching it and you're like, this movie is fucked up. It is a kid and it's Dudley Moore narrating it. Oh, it's fabulous. <laughs> Can I tell you though, my favorite Lord of the Rings, my top one uh, is Fellowship, the very first one. I wow. loved that movie.
1: Are you typically into fantasy?
0: typically no
1: yeah because that seems I mean it, truly I would never I would never think you would be like I love the Lord of the Rings <laughs> I'll
0: tell you why I like that first one and maybe I should save this for when I'm eventually obviously going to ask to be on your podcast <laughs> you,
1: should, you should come on we do sometimes we do fan fiction episodes where we write like <gasps> horny fan fiction and you should come on and write something wait when
0: we, when I would that. love that
1: <laughs> well do you know that my
0: nickname for myself is Treebeard? not even Gandalf uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Michelle,
4: this is the shit I'm talking about. I am so attracted to that. <laughs> yeah, it's really
0: been working for me talking about how I'm tree beard. I'm treebeard. It's just the men cannot get enough. Um carry
4: me around on your shoulder and uh, you know explain to me the the wisdom of the forest I'm into it. <laughs> I move like treebeard, like my legs are
0: I'm like animatronically like programmed. I liked fellowship, Lauren and John, because to me it had a real story there was real tension in that movie. My issue with fantasy in general, I'm going to tell you, which is why I actually hate the Marvel movies. It is so CGI'd. There is so much computer generated stuff that I am like, I see it, and I'm just, like, not turned on by it. I like real... So the orcs in that Fellowship movie, those are real dudes, like, in that makeup, chasing these little men through a forest. I was shitting my pants. I was like, this is scary, real stuff.
1: Yeah, and then they eventually become really CGI in the Hobbit movies. But I Mm. feel like... I I have the same feeling with all the Star Wars movies because I'd never seen them, and then we did it for the podcast. We started watching all of them, and I really, like, I'm so much more drawn to the, like, real props and all of the real effects, and it just really pulls your heartstrings more when it seems like it's a real guy. Yeah, Even if you could tell it's makeup. I don't know. There's something about that. Like it's, the other versions are like cartoons.
4: I'll take bad practical effects over the slickest uh digital uh effects ever. Every time digital effects, you start to feel like you're on a fucking ride. It doesn't yeah. feel like, it doesn't feel like a, a movie like, you know, oh, like right. guardians of the galaxy two feels like I'm sitting. All right. I can't wait for this thing to be over and go eat a fucking <laughs> funnel cake. And, uh, have diarrhea or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Now, that's do a to movie see, I'd March. like to see. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, the last human man that I met before real lockdown in New York, because I've met them since, but this was the they last
1: real men. They were just
0: boys. <laughs> well, they've been. They have all been boys. And Lauren, you know that's true. But I met Chewbacca at the Sirius XM 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 Studios, and he walked in and I was kind of like laughing because I knew he was going to be really tall. So I was like, okay, the picture here and I have the same exact hair color and like shoulder build. So I was like, this is going to be a true lol story for the books, not knowing it was like the last time I'd be breathing breath of people. (laughs) And he walked in and I, I'm not just saying this to be funny. Like this is not for jokes. I was immediately attracted. I didn't know if it was to the suit or the man in the suit. Like if it was the confidence But he was so big. He had to be like seven feet tall. And he walked in and I was just like, oh my God, like, you guys, like, (laughs) is like Chewbacca looking at me right now? Like, what is he doing over here? And we took this picture and he hugged me. And Lauren, I don't know if you ever felt anything for him, but I the next day on my show was like foaming at the mouth about who was in the suit. Like they would not tell us. We tried to find wow. out the actor. And i I talked to people who were like, I saw him out of the suit and he is hot, like for real. And I said, I felt what? it through it. I felt it. That's you can
1: feel the that. Guy,
4: the new, the new Chewy is, is like a hot, like Swedish or Norwegian actor guy named something like, it wasn't he's that guy. Like, Michelle, what, it was you that need guy? to no.
1: date whoever is in there. I feel this is like really important. Like, can you imagine that's like how, when you tell your kids how you met, and you're like, "Well, he was chewy, and I was just there." <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, well, when you tell when you tell your kids at when they're at 12 and 13 and in the NBA and WNBA <laughs> respectively, you can tell them <laughs> they have, they're also like
0: hair. Hey, you know those other kids on TLC who have hair faces. I'm like, honey. Come here. I'm like combing his cheeks. I'm like, you know, when I met your dad.
4: (laughs) It's really funny because you hear a lot of stories if I can maybe very heteronormative about women like and then this guy walked in and he was so tall like Lauren and Michelle are two, you guys are two of my taller friends. Uh, I know Lauren's husband who is also tall but the idea that like you know, my wife is five four, five four, so I look like this giant to her, and she's like, "Oh, and like, for so for Michelle, it has to be Chewbacca for you to go like, literally, yes, finally <laughs> a big, tall, strong man. Like, it has to, the only person that exists has to be from the planet Kashyyyk, uh, like the Wookie, <laughs> the Wookie smuggler mechanic. <laughs> like, well, I'm wondering about.
1: Yeah. I'm wondering what's going on inside the head of the costume because I have to imagine there's like a platform on top of the head that's holding up the top hair. So there's like a good six inches to a foot that's like not a guy right Um, it's pretty close
0: I mean I'll text you the picture of us and by the way you will I'm not joking you will feel the chemistry between us in the photo you think I'm being funny what's interesting about him by the way it's not that hot like Swedish guy John he is hot as shit that guy it, oh this was like an actor who plays Chewy
4: at these presentations yes. and like me okay, okay.
0: apparently he's older he's like salt and pepper hair and clearly a great body because even to schlep that suit around But Lauren, the interesting thing is, is he has like the smoky eye that goes on to connect the eyeball holes to the face.
1: Oh, so then you kind of know how tall he is. Yeah,
0: you can see. And I'm I need to know if any listener can can call, I don't know, ILM. Did you ever hear? Do you hear from like Star Wars people who work on the movie who listen to your like, do you become friends with the people from the films?
1: no we met we did get to have Ahmed Best on the show who played Jar Jar Binks and he was really great and he told like amazing stories truly tell me everything of the best episodes which everyone can listen to for free it's out there but Mm. he told us about uh there's a really great story about Michael Jackson on there I mean truly he was like dropping names that were just wild he met Michael Jackson like he went to go see Michael Jackson with Natalie Portman and um George Lucas and after the show they met Michael Jackson in like a van outside in like the parking lot and he Michael Jackson was not pleased to meet Ahmed and when he talked to to George later he was like oh yeah he wanted your part but um I never told him like that's like how he found out that he didn't get Jar Jar Binks oh my it was like meeting Ahmed
4: (laughs) wait that's Hysterically
0: funny. He tells it
1: really well, and it's hilarious. But
4: that dude has had a roller coaster, and I mean, you should listen to the episode of newcomers. But that dude has had a roller coaster life. Like that was potentially going to be the biggest sensation ever. Then it was like maybe the first instance of pure online hatred directed it at is someone. It's so crazy
1: because he was the first person to ever do that, use that technology. That technology had never been used to have a person doing like motion capture to create a CGI character. Yeah, and so that's part of what makes me so annoyed. When and I think about how everyone got, was so upset about it, I'm like, you've never seen this before. This yeah. is amazing. Shouldn't yeah. you be like, wow, how'd they do that? Like, people are just so mean
4: also he didn't write it like that's the other right, thing it's like yeah, yeah alright tough guy if someone comes to you and goes you want to be in Star Wars uh, You got all you have to do is play this Gungan character I'd be like tell me no more I don't care if the <laughs> world hates me I'm in a fucking Star Wars I'm world. like look I see John in the next
0: Star Wars he's covered in swastikas I'm like John <laughs> yeah. what yeah. I just needed hey, to work he
1: said I could be in it like it's yeah. huge for me yeah. Yeah
4: to look down the barrel lens and call out my mom by her name and say she's a <laughs> dumpy bitch this feels awful
0: <laughs> no you know the fandom for well star wars fandom i got a mini taste of because and i think lauren when you did the serious show i told you this when i saw the movie hope uh what solo solo i'm just oh, making okay. shit up now hope hope so when i saw hope floats <laughs> with sandy b people got furious at me. No, I saw Solo. And I loved it as someone who wasn't like a big Star Wars person. I was like, God, it's such a good movie. Like, I like the story behind it. And I sent a tweet out like, I'm the last person who should like this movie. And I actually loved it. And just that got it's like the Beyonce hive. It's like any hive. It's like pouring water on a gremlin after midnight, the back starts to bubble and then boom, they're yes. like in your face.
1: I know. I was really worried about that with the whole podcast. Did that like, happen? I'm- not really. People hmm. were, I'm sure there are Reddit threads where people are like raging out about it, but I don't search myself on there. Yeah, I feel no. like now That's a healthy that's a healthy
4: adaptation, Labkis. I'm proud of you.
1: This is growth. You don't even know, Michelle. I used to search <laughs> on the Reddit podcast threads on Reddit because I just liked reading what people thought of the episode. And then every once in a while someone will say something that's so mean you can't even recover and you're like, Okay, I need to not do this. <laughs> like, yeah, <right>. Usually <laughs> it's like most people are like, That was so funny and I'm like, Yeah, it was funny. And then then there's that one person who's like, I literally want to kill her. And I'm like, Okay, I can't. I would welcome
0: someone killing me. I uh, to read that (laughs) I'd be like, oh, thank God they just want to kill me because you know what I was gonna tie this into is that I don't understand why fandom these days and maybe it's because of Reddit, which I don't. I never look at Reddit because unless I'm like googling something and a thing comes up, um, because it's so dark. Like I say this having worked on the ninety day fiance show, which. I know Nicole is very deep into I don't know if you two watch it, but I'm
1: deeply, deeply involved, and I was very jealous when you were um hosting the talk. oh, you want to make but I know I know I know it went awry for you With <laughs> i went I went my fans.
0: internet cut out, but the fans are um not all of them, but they really are the most brutal, like and i gotta tell you something is I sometimes see stills of myself on that show, and like my look was off like I mean, there's like a lot of things I have t v is a very weird place for looking human for me. Like, I feel like now I'm looking at myself. I'm like, Oh, that's what I look like. And then I'll see a TV still. And it's like, I mean, I don't even want to put myself down, but it's just not great. I'll just say that. And that's, I don't know what that is, but people are so mean that it, it actually made me dislike the show. I'm like, I, why put up with this? Like,
1: For what that is really, I mean, people were mean. I remember we did talk about this like when it was happening, but um, I I just started going on Reddit for ninety day as like a way to like connect with people and feel like not like I'm I'm not posting, but I'm just like, oh, I want to like see what people are saying, and some of the stuff is so funny, but then some of it is the meanest. Like it's it's funny when they're making fun of the people, but it's so harsh. I'm like, I would never post something like that. That's, like, the meanest thing you could say. <laughs> like, it makes me laugh in, like, a certain way. But the other part of me is like, oh, my God. Like, I can't believe they wrote that about that person on the show or Well,
0: whatever. then it's they like... were finding, like, reports. It wasn't even, like, being mean. It was, like, do- full doxing of these <gasps> characters on the show. Oh, that's
1: horrible. Oh, yeah. It
0: was really sick. And, listen, I don't know why anybody decides to do a reality show. I love it. I'll always watch them. But it's, like... You really either, it's much like when John's going to be in the next Star Wars as the um calling his mom dumpy. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. Well, you, you, you realize you're like, oh, who's on my side here? Like when someone does a reality show, you like walk in, you're like, The producers would love for you to absolutely eat shit on this. The per, you know what I mean? Like the audience watching is not is rooting for you, but also would rather you fail spectacularly because it'll make better TV. Like that's such a scary fucking paradox to like build a show within. But
1: there's like I can see the appeal to someone on 90 Day Fiance, especially like years Mm. in, where they can see how it works out for people in the sense that they can start an OnlyFans and make like a lot of money. They can do cameo. They can do all these things where like suddenly they become famous and even though there's all this negativity or even if people are signing up for their thing to hate watch it they're still getting the money so I do see how it's like appealing even though it's you have to have a thick skin to do that I don't know oh my god
0: a thick skin that I as you know despite my height one of the more to most delicate comedians I'm sure you both know that about (laughs) me
4: (laughs) Just the delicacy. I have thick skin, T-H-I-C-C. Um, oh, so, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's it's good, baby. So well, next time you email me, I'm going to
0: go, will you do my thicc me on that? Because I'm a thick girl. <laughs> so we're going to wrap part one. Um, I'm here with Lauren Lapkus and John Gabris. I You know that truly having both of you here is like a fantasy for me because you're my two number ones. Uh, you can follow them on Instagram at Lauren Lapkus. That's and- Lauren.
4: And at and that's Lauren and then at Gabris. And that's That's also also Lauren. (laughs) Lauren too. To be fair, Lauren is the person that taught me Instagram and I learned it three years ago or four years ago.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I like taught him how to do stories and like how to like (laughs) do posts and make it like fun and post about the podcast. And yeah, it was great.
4: Lauren taught me first how to repost because Lauren was good at posting. She's like, well, here's how you repost. I'm like, got it. I'll repost you every time. And then
1: eventually <laughs> I was like, I want to start
4: doing it on my own. She's like, well, here's how you do links. Here's how you do blah, blah, blah. I was so humiliated. I need you to but teach now, me actually. Me. Now he's a, he's a <laughs> literal
0: monster on Instagram. This is like the theme of the episode, by the way. Um, <laughs> I actually want you to teach me about Instagram. Cause I was just complaining about my own Instagram before you got here. Part two. So guys on Thursday, we're releasing it. We'll see you then. Bye.
3: This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. Cover art by Ben Wiseman. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.
0: And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear the show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.